Welcome to the Valuable Fems. I'm Andrea. And I am Mindy. I literally almost said your name. I don't know why. <laughs> we have no identity. I was like, who am I? Okay. Anyway, so today we are going to talk again about friendship. We promise this is our last episode about friendships, and then we are moving on and heading to a different relationship. So this one, we're going to talk, we kind of did a little research on traits you can find in like bad relationships, things to look out for, and then how to set boundaries and then traits you can find in good friendships. So we are just going to kind of talk about first the bad traits and go down the list. We're just going to get that out of the way because we wanted to just like to make some really good identifiers and red flags, if you will, which that's the title of the article, and then really focus on the boundary setting and then just what does a good friend look like? Because we want right. to end with a with a beautiful positive. Yes. So we're not going to go down. The one article we found is from scarymommy.com and it has seven friendship red flags. And we're not going to go through all of them. We're just going to touch on a couple. So one that I kind of was like, yep, that that's a good one is if your friend never checks in with you, you could mm-hmm. be in trouble. So like if you're the one who always initiates like texting or asking like, how is everything? And you don't get that first, then, you know, something could be wrong. Friendship's a two-way street. It needs to go both ways and not just one-sided for sure. Absolutely. And I think we even kind of covered that last week when we were talking about our own personal experiences yes, with, with friendships that were a little bit negative. Something else uh, that I thought uh, this one kind of comes out to me is if you can't be vulnerable or honest with your friends, you know, you should be concerned about that because, you know, friendships like, you know, all other relationships are built on conversations, you know, mm-hmm. honesty, trust. And if you find yourself thinking, well, I can't tell that friend, that person or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Why? <laughs> that made no sense. Uh, well, I can't tell that friend that thing. I don't even know what I was exactly trying to say. But if you just, if something happens to you or... Um, whether it's negative or positive. And I would say probably more negative and you just feel like you can't be honest with that person. You can't tell them what you're experiencing or what you're going through or even just communicate with them in general based on maybe what their reaction could be or, mm-hmm. you know, how they might make it about them. Uh, then that might be a sign that this is not a great friend to have if you can't actually be um, honest or if you dread to tell them something. So that might be something to look out for. Yeah, I think um, last episode I talked about a story of a friend, of a an acquaintance that, you know, she loved talking about herself, but when it came time for someone else to kind of join in, she never gave you a chance to actually speak up and be like, this Mm -hmm. is my, my experience with this. This is my story. Yep. She didn't want to hear it. So um, another one that really rings true, especially this day and age is like, if you're hanging out and your friends constantly on their phone Mm -hmm. and doesn't like want your company, doesn't want to engage in conversation. Now I get it. Andrea and I, we've been friends for 15 plus years and a lot of times when we hang out, we're just sitting on the couch on our phone because we've talked about everything. We know everything there is to know about each other. And granted, there's a time and place for that. You mm-hmm. know, we put the phone down, we have the deep conversations and the chats, but starting a friendship, if your friend is constantly on the phone, then I would say that's a red flag. And I think that's, um, it's a little bit different because with, with us, if your friend is, if you're both on your phone, you've kind of made this mutual agreement. Uh, hey, we're just, you know, we're here, we're hanging out, we're going to be on our phone. It's, it's, you know, agreed upon. It's not like I'm sitting here on my phone and Mindy's trying to tell me something and I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well I'm sorry. I have to repeat that. Like that's, yeah. 
that's the difference. There's a difference yes. between like coming to an agreement versus someone it just being like lopsided. Right. Um, so one thing that I just want to say, and then I think we're going to move on to the next uh, article that we found. I love that this site is called scarymommy.com. I don't know why that's... <laughs> It's funny, um, which I guess this one I don't really think about. I don't know if I've ever been in this situation before, but buying friendships is also something like a yes. sign to look out for, which doesn't, you don't think about it, you know, like if your friend like showers you with trips and gifts, but doesn't show up for you when they need an ear or sorry, when you need an ear or support, you know, they don't want a friendship that says they want a project, which is very interesting. I'm like, okay, so a buying friendship has always been kind of a, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like an enigma to me, like a mist, like I don't understand. That's probably not the right word. It doesn't make sense to me because mm-hmm. I've never even thought about that. Of course, you know, there is difference than, hey, friend, I'll get your dinner. You get mine next time. That's not, that's not it. But like, what are they getting out of that? Trying to buy you things and showering you with gifts and things like that. Because it's getting the attention that they think they're getting from it but it's not true attention you know it's not what you really want because they're only there because you're gonna spend money on them and I don't have an experience with that I've never had a friend want to buy me anything and everything you know if you're out there hello I I need a pair of shoes right now that's totally fine (laughs) well I think I think it's just like they yeah it's an attention thing like look what I'm doing for you but also it's probably an excuse not to have an emotional deeper connection with someone that's and true it's that's av- true I bet it's like avoidance and of course that says way more about that person than it does mm-hmm. about you which is kind of sad because there are people that just have those surface level quote-unquote friendships and don't know what it feels like to have a deep connection with someone anyways that's sad I'm gonna cry now I'm just kidding <laughs> Don't cry. So moving on, our next article, um, it's talking about like one-sided friendship. So we're kind of going a little bit more deeper into that, you know, what it is and like how to avoid it. So an article is from regain.us that we found. It's what is a one-sided friendship and how to avoid it. So like, you know, I talked about just previously, it's like you always text first. You never, that friend never texts you like, hey, do you want to hang out? You're always the one initiating anything. And so that's a huge red flag. It's one-sided and it doesn't go both ways. And in order for a friendship, it has to be 50-50. And, you know, again, it also says like when they do contact you, it's because they need something. They want something out of it. They they need like maybe not a, not necessarily like a hangout, but they might need um, somebody to help them if they're in need of something. It's more like instead of an actual true relationship, it's more like, um, but I, I need you to help me with this project. Or I need you to help me with babysitting my kids or something. It's like they need to get something out of it. Yeah. And, you know, the red flags that we were talking about definitely kind of is the theme in uh, this article talking about one-sided friendships. But like many said, it's going a little bit deeper. So within this article, maybe looking at it from a different perspective, uh, another reason why, you know, something might be one-sided is, you know, you want friends. You may be a person who just wants friends and has decided, to associate yourself with people who just don't care about you. Wanting to make friends is something normal, but you should always pay attention to how they treat you. You don't want to set yourself up to get hurt. You deserve friends who treat you right. So I thought that was an interesting, not like playing the blame game or anything, but sometimes people just want to be surrounded by other people. But if it's just one-sided, if it's just surface level friendship, nothing that goes deeper, then it doesn't benefit you anything. You know, we, we talked about this last episode about, you know, spending time and communication and give and take and it's and it's definitely quantity over quality nope 
sorry, quality Qu- over quantity, quality <laughs> over quantity. And having one really good friend that just kind of completes you is better than having 10 friends that do nothing for you. Right. And how, and how could you do something for them? And I generally, I like to look things. I'm like devil's advocate or kind of like, I'd like to look things from a different perspective. And, you know, we like to say, Hey, like this person's not treating me right. This person shouldn't be my friend. I'm always doing this. I'm always doing that. They don't put into it. And like, this person is not good for me, but think about how maybe you're not good for that person. Right. That's true. Because maybe you're enabling that person to continue on with this behavior. And they might have another friend that they have deeper conversations with, but they do, they, they may not. And so that's why like being honest, even if you just end up saying to your friend, Hey, I don't think our friendship is going very well. Like I do these things, but you don't do a lot for me. Not that I'm asking for much, but it's a two way street. You know, I help Mm -hmm. you. I would like to have some support as well. And then, you know, you end the friendship, dissolve the friendship, if that's something that you have to do. And maybe they're the better for it. And they can Mm -hmm. kind of be like, you know what, maybe I need to switch some things up. So, and going back to what you said, like you might just be wanting friends is why you end up having one-sided friends. Cause you just feel like you need a lot of friends and we may not relate to that now as we're older, because mm-hmm. we are a little bit more established. But if you're, you know, have a child that's in middle school or junior high, or you know how that feels, you know, I can see it more relatable when you're in middle school, because you want all the friends and you may not have a deeper relationship with them. It might be more surface value, like right on the, right on the face. And it's not any deeper than that. So it kind of makes sense t- to where when you're in that age that you're wanting everybody to like you to all to have tons of friends. Yeah. But now, like we are, we've learned that quality is so much better than quantity Mm -hmm. to have just a couple of friends that have a deeper, can you have a deeper connection with? That's so much more fulfilling than having, I have 10 friends. Yeah. But does anybody know your birthday or what you like, you know, what your favorite food is? Probably maybe not if you have that many friends. So, so yeah, it's very important to kind of, kind of think about that for sure. And then of course there's setting boundaries, which is a hard thing to do. And especially if you're that type of personality that does give and give and is the people pleaser, but anyways, but setting boundaries is important and this is for friendships, but this can be for any relationship. So we found this article, it's drivethrough.com that just talks about the different types of boundaries uh, that you can set in friendships or any relationships. Yeah, there's um, five different boundaries. There's physical, emotional, material, intellectual, and time boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, time boundaries, that's a good one. You know, like, yeah. okay, we can hang out, but let's not make it all day long. Like I have other things I have to do type of thing. Yeah, and with the time, and I think this was probably more when I was younger and had more time on my hands, um, but, you know, just being hanging out with a friend for just the amount of time and being like, I feel like I've overstayed my welcome, you know, like it's okay to say goodbye. You don't have to spend all day together unless you have planned the day to spend all day together. For you, you might want to spend all day together and you want to be there, but your, your friend might be like, I I mean, I'd like for her to stay all day, but I just, I can't, you know, you might be an introvert or you might have something you have to do. And so you're like, Mm-hmm. Really wish you would get the clue. Like, and best thing to do is just come out and say it because yeah. we might be completely clueless and have no idea. For oh, sure. I mean, and not only for time for any of them, you know, physical boundaries. You may not be a toucher. You may not want to be hugged or anything like that. Just come out and tell us, honestly, right. you know, anybody out there. So you have to be vocal about your, your, your boundaries for sure. 
I like the physical boundaries, which I guess makes sense, but I, I guess I didn't really think about that. I was thinking more of like an emotional, like non-tangible boundary, mm-hmm. but yeah, but definitely like the, I'm not a hugger. I mean, I, uh, I just depends on my mood, but for me anyways, but like, you know, even something as this is interesting, like, you know, this was an example. I'm, I'm super hungry. I'm going to grab a bite to eat before we go hang out. I didn't even think about that as like a physical boundary, but I guess that's like, maybe if you have a friend that you do stay out late with, or, you know, you don't eat when you go do something and you haven't eaten yet. Cause that's, that is a huge thing. I cannot mm-hmm. go do something if I have not eaten anything. No, I'm but, typically like, where are we eating? <laughs> you know, anytime well, hang out with somebody, I'm like, this is part of the bound. This is part of our friendship is we eat when we're together. Okay. Okay. I don't know if we've ever hung out and not eaten something. Well, it's always evolved, you know, evolved around like dinner or lunch. True. Bre- even breakfast, you know, like we're, we are planning to hang out in a couple of days. And we're like, what are we doing for breakfast? Yeah. Because it's <laughs> going to be Saturday and we're like, it's, it's game on time. We have time to do stuff. Yes. Yes. Not, which I'm very excited for. Um, Even like <laughs> emotional boundaries. Like one was like, just asking, like, you might have something you need to get off your chest, but asking your friend, like, are you okay hearing about it? Because they may not be emotionally stable to handle anything like that. And just like, are you okay if I vent right now? You know? And I, and I've done that a lot, like text, like I'm, I'm fixing to vent, you know, let me know if this isn't good. And I'm like, vent on, I am here for that. And I'm like, okay, here comes the mile long text. Here's what I will say that I do. And Mindy probably does this as well is we Marco Polo so much. And maybe one day Marco Polo will sponsor us because we use the app like nobody's business though we do use the free version but i'd be happy to be, take the paid version because then i could write notes on mindy's face exactly um, i digress i'm sorry but usually we kind of announce our venting and i have just because maybe i am busy in the moment or whatever i know it's about to and i want to pay attention to that vent or maybe i'm like not at that emotional headspace right now mm-hmm. to fully commit that's the mm-hmm. great thing about marco polo i feel like i will watch that in a few hours <laughs> like or i will i gotta go yes. do stuff i will pick this up later so i can yes give it my time so yeah that's the thing and of course you know I'm sure Mindy does that to me which is fine and we don't care because it's like I totally get it depending on how much time we have our Marco Polos can be very long (laughs) a lot of times we'll be Marcoing back and forth and I'm like I'm just gonna FaceTime like why are we doing this this is getting us nowhere (laughs) yeah it's funny you're the one that does that more than I do so I do because I'm like we're never gonna decide because a lot of times you're in the middle of the market I'm like I want to speak right now and you have given an opinion yeah yeah so anyways (laughs) there's some we'll put the article in our show notes because there's some really good stuff in there you know it talks about material boundaries and then intellectual ones like that too so definitely definitely check them out so now we're going to change it up a little bit and go into good traits of a good friend so the article is 31 essential traits of a true and good friend and we found it from livebolgeandbloom.com and we're not going to go down 31 of them that's way too many but it will say like right off the bat it says social media creates the illusion that people can have hundreds of friends and you might know many people but good friends don't come in large quantities Mm -hmm. in fact most people consider themselves lucky to have one good friend exactly what we've been saying forever <laughs> yes so off the bat it's like first trait is let you lets you be yourself mm-hmm. you don't have to pretend to be somebody you're not which mm-hmm. it's so important in this day and age especially with social media you tend to put on a, a facade for people and to have a friend where you don't have to do that it's just perfection yes and 
the next one, you know, keeping with our theme of trustworthiness, I uh, can keep a secret, like someone that treats your topic as special and, you know, whether it's venting or advice and takes it to heart and doesn't go blab to everyone. Right. And just like we had talked just, just recently, respects your boundaries, mm-hmm. you know, knows when and when not to cross them if needed. But yeah, what we just talked about that can actually respect those boundaries that you set. And I, I love this one. Shows excitement when you arrive. Yes. When you arrive at the party, like, your best friend will make a big deal out of it. Like when when you showed up at Six Flags. Yes, <laughs> yes. And you're like, Mindy's here. I am everybody's cheerleader. I can't even help it. I just get excited when I see people that yeah. I want to see, not like people that I don't want to see. Um, yes. Okay, here's one. This is important. Uh, someone that calls out your bad habits. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to have someone that puts you in your place. Yes. And I'm going to make like a little bit of a caveat with this. Not every friend has to have every single one of these. Each relationship, each friendship that you have is, is you know, there's going to be varying degrees of these things. But, right. You know, you want a good smattering of. Yes, exactly. Of these things. So, but yeah, someone who just won't to be like, hey, this is not good. You need to, you need to take a good look in the mirror, but you know, with niceness and kindness, Yeah, but, you know, snap um, your fingers. Exactly. Another one is can sit with companionable silences. Mm -hmm. which Andrea and I both like, we don't have to continually fill the void. We can just Mm -hmm. sit in silence, either on our phones, off our phones while we're watching a movie, even while we're driving. A lot of times, you know, driving, you don't have to sit and chat because, you know, we just enjoy being together. I enjoy silence as much as I like talking. Like sometimes I don't like an uncomfortable silence, but sometimes I'm just like, okay, we're going to, we're just going to sit and not talk. And that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. As long as I don't want to talk and I don't think someone's not talking to me because they don't want to talk to me. It's like a mutually agreed upon, we're going to be quiet. Um, Someone who wants to make you laugh. Like, I love making people laugh. I personally think I should have some sort of comedy situation going on, but can be fallible fins humor hour <gasps> yes. funny fall- funny fallible fins like open mic or something i mean just telling jokes <laughs> you know what i just think of i think of that trend that my money don't jiggle jiggle it falls oh. i like to see a dribble dribble <laughs> for sure <laughs> run what is something my, right in my fiat. fiat really have to see <laughs> why that is the funniest thing to me the best thing is when they put it with a dog and that there's one where the dog's just like has like a an awesome like walk and it's just like he's like the coolest thing ever and I'm like (laughs) it make it gives me so much joy like I saved it on my Instagram reel so I can go back and look at it when I'm like I need a laugh yeah it's great awesome um another one is will commiserate when you need it you know sometimes you just need somebody to be on your side and be like yeah you have every right to feel that way and let me vent as much as I want but also letting you know you vent and then then having the courage to be like okay I understand where you're coming from but you're actually not right you know like this is what if you looked at it a different way it would be better off and Andrew and I both get that a lot to our like I get it we understand but you know there's always a but that comes sometimes so yeah and sometimes you just need to be like hey that is a terrible situation you're in I am so sorry you don't need necessarily someone to be like I remember that one time I was in the same situation I mean there's a moment that calls for like 
hey, let's talk about stories. Like we just need to have one of those moments. But sometimes you're just like, well, it's it, that's empathy. Sure. It's being empathetic and not like whenever you're in a relationship and someone's telling you like a story of something that's like tragic that happened or they're just really discouraged and you're sitting there waiting for that moment to jump in and be like, well, this is what happened to me. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not a good relationship because you just want someone to be like, you know, I am here for you. What do you need? I will support you. Um, I don't remember. There was a book I read. I think it was by Glennon Doyle. And it was, it it was kind of in that same situation. I was talking about empathy and it was just really, really good because I'm like, yeah, I need to be better about that. And actually listening to what a friend is saying and not trying to figure out what I want to say along in the conversation to tell my story. No, this time it needs to be about them and not about me right now. And that's when you don't need to be a problem solver. Um, Another one is knows your history, like someone that knows, maybe not like has been with you your entire existence, but knows about those really like critical points in your lives, like formidable, your formidable years, you know, mm-hmm. your romantic history, like something that's, you know, embarrassing, like experiences, like, you know, that one time that I threw up in the library. I can't remember if I've told that story on here, but no, you have not. Yeah, definitely. It's in high school. Long story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, you know, doesn't really judge you know, or it's going to gossip right. about it. Someone exactly. that, um, that knows that knows your, your past, you know. And then one of the, the last ones, it's not really one of the lists, but just to be the friend that you want to have for yourself, you know, like, and that goes even, you know, be the person that you wish you would have mm-hmm. had when you were growing up. Yeah. I, I see that a lot and shout out to my cousins out there. You know who you are. I try to be the person that I wish I would have had when I was younger, mm-hmm. somebody to look up to someone that supported me. So it kind of goes the same way be that friend that you wish that would show up for you mm-hmm. should be that person for someone else instead. Yeah. That's, that is amazing. That's a great note uh, to end on. Obviously we don't read every single one of these things. We would have been here a lot longer. So yes. like, again, we will link all these articles up. I always say below, this is not a YouTube channel. <laughs> I watch too much YouTube. One day, one day we are getting, trying to get to that to where we actually yeah. put these up on YouTube. So you can see them all in there raw and unedited, that is, that so, which is, is kind of embarrassing and a little, a little unnerving, but you know, we're all friends here, right? That's when I will put makeup on, but you know, that's no. fine. I'll put something on. Let me just like bright my under eyes. Uh, but I was, Cause there was like links, link in description down below. And I'm like, Nope. Nope. Not there. Not the link, there yet. The link is around where you have clicked at some point. It might yeah. actually be, be below. It is the play below. Button. Yeah. On, on Apple podcast. It's that below. Is, that is true. So, so you are not wrong. It just sounds weird when I say it because I'm talking and there's no text in front of me right now. Yes. yes. Okay. So that wraps up this episode. We hope you found some little good uh, nuggets and gems. But like as Mindy said at the beginning, this is the end of the friendship portion of our series. It lasted a little bit longer than we intended to, but believe it or not, there probably would have been a couple more episodes had we not cut some out and combined them. So because we were just really excited and getting into it, like there's all these different facets of friendships. It's very multifaceted. I think I just. Yeah, we could we could keep going down that rabbit hole, but we're like, okay, we got it. We got to end it at some point or else we can literally have a 20 episode friendship. I mean, we did like seven. I don't even know how many we did. But so uh, I'll go ahead and say next week we are. I think, yeah, next week we're going to be getting into 
the family aspect of relationships. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be talking uh, to start out on siblings. This probably won't be that we don't spend, you know, as many episodes on siblings uh, because we both have one. Yes. But yeah, so we'll be talking uh, next week about um, our relationships with our siblings. If you have any stories of friendships, of siblings, fun, sad, thought provoking, we would love to share those um, with everyone, you know, kept anonymously, of course, unless you don't want to be anonymous, but you can email those to us at our email. Hello at the fallible films. You can do it on our social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at the fallible films. You can always message us there and feel free to subscribe, rate and review. Tell somebody, tell a friend, make a friend and tell them about yes. our podcast. Yes. That's it. Goodbye, friends.